Two Old Women by Velma Wallace about the Gwich'in people. The people Velma Wallace has written about in Two Old Women are part of the Gwich'in band that roamed the area around what is now Fort Yukon. Chalakitsik, one of the 11 districts at Baskin Group's in Alaska. The Gwich'in people are found in the western interior of the state along the Yukon, Porcupine, and Tanana rivers. While each group has its own dialect, many Alaskan Athabascans not only are able to understand the language of other bands, but also share language roots with the Navajo and Apache tribes. All are believed to have descended from Asians who crossed from eastern Siberia into Alaska during an early ice age. The Athabascans are distributed throughout interior Alaska, most of them living between the Brooks Range and the Alaska Range. Those living on the major river systems have relied on the annual salmon runs for subsistence. While tribes father while tribes farther inland, such as the Gwich'in people, also depend heavily on large game such as moose and caribou and small animals such as rabbits and squirrels. Historically, each of the Alaska's Athabascan groups had a traditional territory. The hunters of each group were well familiar with their territory, in part because it was considered dangerous to travel through the territory of other groups. Each territory delineated the hunting and fishing domain of the group. Encroachment into another's territory was rare, and when it did occur, it usually invited violence. The mobility of the Athabascans was naturally due to their lifestyle of following the resources. They could not afford to sit around and wait for the resources to come to them, Such negligence invited hunger and starvation. So they moved around, establishing camps at places which predictably yielded good hunting or fishing according to the season. Athabascans sometimes faced times of starvation because the land was unable to produce enough for them. While not necessarily a daily threat to existence, The possibility of starvation was a well-known fact of life. People worked hard. The boreal forest was not an easy place to make a living. Life was comprised of many tasks and duties, which, if not performed, may have led to disaster. By 1900, the Athabascan people began to settle in more permanent camps or villages. This was a result of such factors as population declines brought on by disease, involvement in the fur trade, access to trading posts, and later enforced school attendance. Even today, although many people work at wage labor and actively participate in the market economy, subsistence living off the land continues to be a vital component of life for most Alaskan Athabascans. Athabascans. About the authors, Velma Wallace was born in 1960 in Fort Yukon, a remote village of about 650 people 
in, the, in interior Alaska. Growing up in a traditional Athabascan family, Wallace was one of 13 children. When she was 13, her father died and she left school to help her mother raise her younger siblings. Wallace later moved to her father's trapping cabin, a 12 mile walk from the village. She lived alone there intermittently for a dozen years, learning traditional skills of hunting and trapping. An avid reader, she passed her high school equivalency exam and began her first literary project. Writing about a legend, writing down a legend her mother had told her about two abandoned old women and their struggle to survive. The story became her first book, Two Old Women, published by Epicenter Press in 1993. She's also the author of Bird Girl and The Man Who Followed the Sun and Raising Ourselves, a Gwich'in coming of age story from the Yukon River. About Jim Grant, an Athabascan native born in 1946 in the village of Tanana, Alaska, James L. Grant Sr. was adopted and raised James G. Schrock in Southern California. Drafted into the U.S. Army in 1967, he was stationed in Europe where he studied his masters. Later, he attended Chaffee Junior College in Alta Loma, California, then returned to Alaska to study the native arts at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. Besides pen and ink drawings, his art includes sculpture, mass making, and oil painting. He lives in Fairbanks, Alaska. Praise for Two Old Women. Two Old Women is the 1993 Western States Book Award winner. The 1994 Pacific Northwest Bookseller Association's Award winner. The Washington Post Book World Review wrote, A beautiful and moving book. Wallace's writing is a lean is as lean and muscular as full of unexpected bounties as the far north and readers are sure to be delighted with two old women. Wallace, who grew up hearing this tribal legend, retells it with Disarming Simplicity and Grace, Publishers Weekly. Wallace writes with simple elegance, powerful themes emerge from the story's bleak premise, friendship, dignity, and we will die trying gritness, grittiness, themes that still permeate the Alaska way of life. In Two Old Women, Velma Wallace provides the reader with a lasting experience. Myth takes hold of us. We become old and abandoned, and we are a friend who says we will die trying, and the world hears this voice of confidence. Wherever we are, in the city, in the village, in the bush, we need this tale of isolation and the power to define a vision of human integrity. Western States Book Award Jurors. The book was originally published in 1993 by Epicenter Press. It is here reprinted by arrangement with 
epicenter press. Two Old Women by Velma Wallace, The End.